Hello, and welcome to the FM Podcast. I'm Jen Fritz, and I run Fritz Media, a music publicity and digital marketing firm located in Vancouver, Canada. And this is episode number 13 of the podcast. So today's show is all about singing, which is something I pretty much have zero experience in. I mean, I promote great singers, but I'm definitely not the best singer, unless you count when I'm alone in my car or in the shower or at karaoke, you know, because I feel like that's when I really shine. And joining me on the show today is someone who thankfully knows more about singing than I do, Mr. Greg Barker. Now, Greg is one of the founders of Singdaptive and is the VP of publishing there. Greg is going to tell us all about Singdaptive, which is a multi-instructor online learning platform for singer musicians. And he's also going to tell us about his new venture, Exchangely, which is team-based one-on-one coaching for singers. So if you've been sitting at home during the pandemic wondering how you could become a better singer, this is definitely the show for you. Greg and I had a really great chat and I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Greg Barker. Well, hello, Greg. How are you? Jen, I'm great. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, so excited to have you on. Now, you are joining us from the UK. That's right. I live in the middle of nowhere in Wales. and um, it, But, you know, the UK, it's only four hours to almost everything. Yeah, it's you're close to everywhere. So that's good. You can just, you know, pop into London if you want or whatever. That's true. Yes. <laughs> After a year of not doing that, we're looking forward to doing that. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, you guys seem to have handled things pretty well with the pandemic. We, we kind of started off bad, but we got really good with the vaccines. Well, you see here in Canada, we did the opposite. We came out strong, <laughs> came out really strong, and now not so much. So That's so interesting. <laughs> you know, that's how it goes. Yeah, totally. So I met you through uh, Danielle McNeil, who's a digital strategist here at Fritz Media. And uh, she was telling me about your music app, Singdaptive. Singdaptive. I have such a hard time saying it. Singdaptive. That's it. You said it. <laughs> I did it. So uh, I thought I'd start things off with having you kind of give us the elevator pitch of the app. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. The, I'm being tested. This is great. Yeah. I need to rise to the occasion. You can do so, it. Yes. You can do okay. it. Okay. Elevator. I get two and a half sentences or something like that. So I will say, okay, Jen, if your goal is to sing better, then we're, we're the place for you. And I think the thing I want to bring out Number one is we're a team, multidisciplinary, which includes medical specialists and top-notch coaches and audio engineers. So what we what we really want to do is take singers toward their goals. I think the elevator doors have now opened. Yeah. And I have to stop. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. And I think <laughs> okay, I think that that's what's important. All right. So essentially, the overall goal is to help singers, you know, improve their voice, improve their techniques. So if I'm a singer and I want to improve and, and learn some new vocal techniques, there's a ton of content on the Internet for that. Like I, I can head on over to YouTube and there's yeah, so totally. many videos. So. How about what's the difference between me just doing that and Singdaptive? Oh, okay, yeah. And let, let me just start by agreeing with that. There is some awesome material on YouTube. And like in our work with vocal coaches and, and singing trainers, 
There is really fantastic stuff out there. I would say there's always a few people selling snake oil and like they have their secret words for this or that. But most teaching that I've seen is very conscientiously done. I think the real, the thing that we've run into as singers is that there's just an ocean of it and you're pursuing a certain genre and you're at a certain level and, and stuff. It's a very difficult to find stuff that's going to be fit for you. So we spent about a year creating a survey for singers and testing it on about 500 singers over and over again. And so what happens with us is that we take people through this survey, they get results that say, hey, we think these are areas that you may want to look at. And then we recommend kind of handpicked lessons and courses for them. But we did that and people really liked it. But they said, hey, we want one-on-one. We want some feedback on my actual singing. Yeah. So we we kind of thought, well, how can, you know, there's a lot of Skype lessons out there. What what can we do that's really going to be a, a game changer? And so what we thought was we will have asynchronous exchanges because people, they can't get in a car right now and go to their singing teacher or if they arrange a Skype lesson, it has to be at a certain set time. So we could offer asynchronous where you do video exchanges. And the other thing we wanted to offer was we don't want people to be locked into just one instructor so that the lead instructor in your video exchange gets insight from the 20 instructors that we have, including instructors who've coached for Disney, the BBC, and Grammy Award-winning artists. So that that's Exchangely. And uh, yeah, really, ha- I guess I'm still doing the elevator pitch. Sorry. No, yeah, no, you're just talking about the, the other extension of your company yeah. that you have, which it, which is Exchangely. Um, yeah, I want to touch on that a little bit more in just, just a bit. But I think I first, I just want to learn more about Syngdaptive. So I'm an artist. I want to use your app. What is the process like from, okay, open up the app. What do I do now? What's, what's, what's going to happen? Yeah, cool. And it's a web app. So you don't have to go to the, the app store or anything. You just go to syngdaptive.com on any browser. And so what we do a lot of free stuff because all of us who are in the company are just regular people. And we, we like to, I think the kind of drift that we've seen as a society is that, yeah, everybody wants to try out different things. And and we, if if you just go and take people's money without building a trust relationship, it's it's just not as positive over the long haul. So what we decided to do is creating an account, getting a newsletter about singing every week from our team, getting recommendations, and getting a free course is all just free, and it gives people that. A chance to just, and in fact, they can even upload um, their singing on Exchangely just to see how the platform works. So yeah, you you could be happy there for a few weeks. Just check it out, and it gives you a chance to kind of see if the instructors that we have attract you and and uh, like fit where you want to go. Yeah, no, that that totally makes sense. And then you're saying like with Exchangely, you just get a little bit more. I guess maybe more a more immersive approach to vocal training than Syngdaptive? Yeah, absolutely. So our Syngdaptive is like a Netflix style of lessons and courses with, with the exception of you have to do tons of stuff to complete a lesson. So it's really at quite active, but you, you're, you're choosing the lessons and you're doing that. But Exchangely is one-on-one. So you, you get personal video exchanges that are sent to you back and forth. And um, your lead instructor chooses a number of tasks. Those tasks, your lead instructor is actually recording for you to do. And they're also using our premium lessons and connecting you with those as well. So yeah, absolutely. Both can be immersive. But for people who are kind of going, 
Okay, so he- here's some examples. So a lot of singers, as you know, are live streaming mm-hmm. for hours a day, and that brings its own challenges in terms of vocal health, stamina, using audio equipment or whatever. So people will sign up and they'll go, hey, I have a goal of whatever it is, um, my voice becoming stronger so I can live stream every day for an extra hour. And I want to specifically work on that with an instructor and your team. And that, then that becomes the subject. Okay. Yeah. So maybe if you have a goal in mind, it's a, it's a little bit easier. Okay. That makes sense. Now with Syndaptive, if I'm using it, is there a cost for that? Yeah. There's, it's a free, it's free to get on, free to take your course and so forth. And then, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you can buy lessons or courses. So some of our lessons are free and some are premium. So you can okay. just buy lessons or courses. You can buy a content pass and, and just, you know, enjoy all the content for a certain period of time. And then, yes, you can uh, buy these personal exchanges with our instructor team. Okay. And then, yeah, with with Exchangely, it's probably a higher cost, I would imagine, if you're getting that much attention. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like we're trying to make it um, competitive in terms of the cost of, for Exchangely, of the cost of going out to an instructor for a few weeks or like a, a weekly lesson kind of thing. Right. All right. So something I'm interested in is, you know, with Syndaptive, you're essentially getting feedback, you're getting criticism from the people that you're interacting with. I'm wondering how that works. Um, Because I know that, you know, I've been talking a lot with my colleagues lately about how music criticism is kind of dying because of the way we act online and, you know, because of how accessible everyone is. And it really, I'm finding just as a music publicist that some creators are just unable to take criticism. Like in a way for what I do, they're starting to like kind of clap back at music journalists who don't give them a 10 out of 10 rating. So I'm wondering if you have to deal with that in any way, like with artists like that use your platforms, I wonder how they deal with negative or not negative, but constructive feedback. That's a really interesting area to discuss because the the singing voice, I think is, it, it is the most vulnerable. Yeah. Right? Like, t- tell me, Jen, what's singing in your life? What, what, tell, tell me about singing in your life. I think it's the scariest thing, like other than like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, doing stand up or, you know, it's yeah. very vulnerable, right? You're wow. showing yourself, right? So yeah. me personally, not a great singer. I love to sing. But like when I'm doing karaoke, I'm all about performance, Greg. Mm-hmm. So I just put on a hell of a show is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I so have so much respect for obviously for people that can sing. But it is so like when you're watching somebody live, it's such a vulnerable split or space to be in, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, um, well, first of all, I wanted to say it's all about the show for you. So what kind of show would I rather go to a technically perfect singing performance or somebody who was more emotionally connecting. So yeah. I, I think I wouldn't mind going and listening to your next karaoke. Let's let's hope there could be a big crowd oh, there. I'll tell you, you're you're in for a show, Greg. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so I, I think because of what you said, the the whole idea of um, vul- feeling so vulnerable. I, I think what happens to our people is at least what they tell us is that the fear 
kept it kept them back from actually engaging and and getting into exchange because the fear of getting criticized and then what happened was they they had something going on in their life where they just needed the help and so like uh for instance one guy he had been making his living busking and that disappeared for the pandemic so he was like I need to get my voice a little bit sharpened up because I'm going to be producing stuff and sending that out online. So I can't be as kind of messy as I was right. at busking. And um, yeah. another young woman, she she reached out under kind of similar circumstances, but she wanted technique help. And really what it was for her, we discerned it was anxiety help. Oh. That really set her singing free. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so our approach is... You know, uh, our approach is really just, first of all, 75%, let's affirm and let's build on the things that are going well. And then, yeah, absolutely, we could say, hey, Jen, I, we noticed that you're, um, there's some tension. You may not see it, but we can see it. And that tension's holding you back. So do this exercise. Can you practice this for 30 minutes a day? Then can you video yourself again, show it to us? And we want to just check that you haven't switched that tension for another tension. So it's, it's really not... It's really not picking anybody apart, but really showing ways to just free up the really the voice that's there. That, that makes a lot of sense, actually, that that, you know, because it is so vulnerable that people do hold back or yeah. are scared to, totally. to actually, you know, just let her go. <laughs> that would be so hard. I can't even imagine. Even like when you were, you know, doing the pretend there, Jen, make a video. I was like, oh my God, is he going to make me make a video? <laughs> I'm not, I am not sending you a video of me singing, Greg. <laughs> It's not going to happen. Well, you've you've found an outlet, right, for your singing voice that works for you, these karaoke nights. That's right. And and really, what it is, like people want to sing, right? And and if you want to sing, you can never divorce that from sharing your voice. Like singing and sharing just go together. And so the the singers that we typically are working with are singers like they might be in a choir, but they want to sing a solo now for the first time Mm -hmm. or... They've been they've been singing for their dog for many years, but now they want to go out to karaoke. But we also have a lot of pro singers who are making part of a living or a whole living singing, and they want to just up their singing game. But but you know you can take the lessons and courses are good, but up you're a unique person with a unique voice, and so at some point to to progress, you'll need some informed feedback. And what we really want to do is make sure the feedback that you get is not coming just from one person with a narrow range of experience, but is from a team. And the group of us who started this, we've been working with hundreds of artists in um, kind of like the music industry. I was a journalist for many years with uh, kind of artist relations with major music companies. So it's just given us a chance to kind of compare where singers are who are really happy with their life and their singing with singers who want to take their next steps. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I imagine like there's probably, have you seen a lot of uptick in in traffic to the site because of COVID? Yeah, 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 absolutely. That has been a part of our journey. And and also, it's, it's interesting that there's been interest because of COVID. But also at the same time, as you know, Singers have been struggling, yeah, uh, you know, with their finances and with the lack of gigs, and so so some singers have been pulling back and kind of wondering what should I do, and other singers have gone, okay, it's time for me to actually work on my vocal technique since I don't 
have to prepare a gig right now. Yeah, I got some time here. So uh, (laughs) how about if we work on this now? I think that that's how a lot of people are dealing with the pandemic. Well, you know, I got a little time like me. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'll start a podcast now. Uh, I got, (laughs) you know, I got I got some time. (laughs) Well, I I don't know how much time you have, because I do have to say, Jen, that I was talking to a musician friend this week and they said, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm going to be on the Fritz Media podcast. And they said, they're in Vancouver. And they said, oh, really? I love Fritz Media. And I said, well, why? She said, all my friends are are using them. And I'm I'm thinking of reaching out to them as well. So they, they were just so impressed with what you're doing. Well, that's great. Well, you know what? To, to be fair, Greg, I, I'm wondering where I'm going to find the time, to be honest, too, because, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but uh, doing a podcast, very time consuming. <laughs> I do love it. But all right, before we wrap up here now, you kind of mentioned that you have a background in the music industry. So I'm interested like in in your background, like if you can give a a little bit, what were you doing before you ended up in the UK with Syngdaptive? Oh, that's yeah, that's a thank you for asking. I was teaching philosophy at university. What? Yeah, and here in the UK, actually. So I had done, I come over, my wife and I and kids come over here to do a PhD in philosophy and ethics. And then I I was a university lecturer. And then a young man who I knew him when he was a kid, he had become a major leader with a group of music companies, reached out to me and said, I need a journalist. I need somebody to write artist stories. I need to have somebody interview vocalists. And so I was really intrigued. And I started doing that. And that just led to books uh, on singings. And again, not not me as an expert, but bringing together a multidisciplinary team to kind of produce content to help singers. And then a small group group of us who had worked together in the music industry, uh, who are all educators. So like have a university connection, have lectured, but also have been in the music industry, came together to form Syngdaptive. Oh, I love that. That's so great. So I, I didn't know if I should tell you that I was a philosophy teacher. Why are we listening to you? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about right? singing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's interesting, though. I do like that. That that makes more sense about Syngdaptive to me now, because it is, you know, also a, a way to showcase artists through content. Yeah. Um, and you are a content creator, it would seem. So that's that's fantastic. I like that. Yeah, that's right. We have a whole magazine that's just dedicated to artists and promoting them. And that's that's kind of separate and related. We just we just want to put content out all the time and we just do that. So yeah, absolutely. That's the world we live in now, Greg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing but content. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> That's how it is. All right. So I think now is probably a really good time to head on over to our fresh content segment. Every week on the show, we discuss our favorite piece of music content for the week. And we always like to start with the guest. So, Greg, what do you got for us? Oh, and can I have your permission to do two pieces? Oh, yeah, for sure. No problem. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you. Okay. So the first one is, is so profound and hilarious is the five member korean group called matri who do iphone and window sounds acapella what so yeah if you go to youtube just go matri iphone m-a-y-t-r-e-e and they recreate with their you don't even think you're listening to the human voice and for it is so hilarious i think they should get an academy award 
for what? doing what they've done. Oh, that sounds so cool. Yeah. I'll definitely check that out. What is it again? Ma- Maytree. Yeah, five-member Korean group Maytree, M-A-Y-T-R-E-E. And it's a reminder of the versatility of the human voice, right? Like just what is amazing. People, that's another thing we want to say to singers. Y- you may be in a certain genre, right? A- and you may have a certain style, but don't limit yourself. You you could actually, by playing with your voice, you can discover some creative ways forward. Oh, totally. Okay. And what's your second one? Don't forget your second oh, one, Greg. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, okay. So my second one is anything on YouTube by plain for change. And Plain for Change is this organization. I think they're nonprofit. And have you have you heard of them before? No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Okay, so what they do is they bring together singers and musicians of different gen- genres, different nationalities to do cover songs. And so they're like filmed in 50 different locations, the same cover song by the artists themselves. And uh, from all different cultures and languages, and they put it together. So my two favorite of those are All Along the Watchtower by Bob Dylan and Higher Ground by Stevie Wonder, done by like 50 different musicians each and, and doing solos and bringing in instruments you've never even seen before, playing for change. I just love that channel on YouTube. Oh, that sounds so cool. Yeah, definitely. I will check that out, too. Those are two very good picks, Greg. Thank you. Well... Oh, you're welcome. And I'm all ears for yours. Well, you know what I'm going to do is I'm also going to pick two. Okay. (laughs) Because fair enough. Because I couldn't decide either. There was just too many. I always end up doing music documentaries for some reason lately. I don't know why. It's mostly probably because I love watching music documentaries. (laughs) I will watch a music documentary on anyone, basically. That and sports documentaries. I will just like, I'll watch it. Um, But the first one is the Billie Eilish music documentary that's on Apple TV Plus. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet. So you're recommending it. So good. It's called The World's a Little Blurry, um, as I said, on on Apple TV Plus. It is so good. Yeah. Even if you just are like, oh, I kind of like Billie Eilish. I don't know. Uh, Just a really good look at what her life is like. She was homeschooled. Her brother's the producer. They're a very close family and just and she's so talented. Highly recommend that one. And then the second one is the new Tina Turner documentary. Wow, I haven't oh, seen it. So good. It's just called Tina. Okay. Because what more do you need? Yeah. And that one uh, just came out on HBO Max. If you're in Canada, it's on Crave. And oh my God. I mean, we know Tina Turner is amazing. Uh, we know Tina is incredible. For those of you that don't know much about Tina, watch it. Because I think that honestly, the most incredible thing about her other than she's a, she's one of the best performers like out there. She basically taught Mick Jagger how to move. But the most incredible thing is the second part of her career happened in her 40s. And so as a woman in your 40s, like the music industry generally is done with you by then. (laughs) But that's when she like put out the album that made her the superstar that she is. So yeah, uh, it's a it's a wonderful story. And it just it got me all fired up. Like I was doing the the proud Mary dancing when I So so it left you inspired. Really inspired, really inspired. And, you know, also she has such a, the thing about, um, you know, Tina Turner, whenever you mention Tina Turner, it's always also linked to the trauma that she endured because of her her husband, Ike, right? So it, it really reflects a lot on how 
whenever she's interviewed, she's re-traumatized because of that. Yeah, it's it's really thoughtful and just she's incredible. I love her. Who doesn't love Tina? Right. So so those, you know, there's a, you know, have a little double header tonight or tonight or on the weekend. That good recommendations. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else that you maybe want to plug? send people to yeah no thanks jen yeah absolutely just singdaptive.com sing adaptive and uh, yeah we've we've got a free survey we think we'll find it intriguing and we've got a free course waiting for you amazing if you want to become a better singer people that's where you go <laughs> singdaptive.com all right well thanks again and have a good i guess it's nighttime for you so have dinner a dinner time for, yeah afternoon evening yeah. <laughs> evening <laughs> yeah and i'm I'm just gonna getting my day started. So <laughs> very good, Jen. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Bye bye. What a good talk! I really hope you enjoyed that one. I had such a great time chatting with Greg. Thanks so much for listening to the FM podcast. If you like the show, please tell your friends and give us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. The FM podcast is produced by Fritz Media. If you want to learn more about Fritz Media, just check out our website at fritzmedia.ca. And you can follow us on Facebook, we're at Fritz Media, and on Instagram and Twitter at Fritz underscore media. And if you want to learn more about the podcast, go to the fmpodcast.com. As always, thank you to Said the Whale for providing the theme music for the show. If you want to learn more about them, you can go to saidthewhale.com. Okay, so we're going to go out with our song of the week this week. And this one is from Fritz Media artist Quinn Pickering. From his Supernova EP, which came out last year, this is Grapefruit. It's cold in the city without you. The lights don't glow the same. My hoodie still smells like grapefruit. Maybe I might have thought If I'd only known every fight
Bye. I'll see you next Tuesday.